Potato, potato, thumbs podcast. Potato, potato, thumbs podcast. It's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 269 of Potato Thumbs Podcast. With me tonight, as always, when he makes it to the show, is my co-host, Admiral Nips. How are you doing? I have three unexcused absences and two excused absences in all my time. Out of 269, uh, I mean, you have zero misses of any type, so I guess that means you're, well, an infinite number of times better than me. But I'm doing well. Glad to be (laughs) here. Are you trying to say that in the podcasting realm where we are high stakes, as high stakes as we are, that it's acceptable to miss three shows within six seasons of podcasting? No, it's not. I Actually, I I totally think it is. Two of them were legit. One, I just fell asleep and didn't wake up until 1130, (laughs) like two missed calls and four missed texts. So... (laughs) <laughs> i'll keep taking uh the the fighting the of the wolves one is my fault the rest of them are just sort of legitimate so um it's it's a little bit different though we're we're recording on a saturday how was your saturday mm-hmm. my friend it's a good day i've been been busy and fun so and mm. excitingly we have got a new guest someone no who's way. ever been on the show before I know, I know. See, and it was it was hard. Like, I really had to go out to Reddit and like find someone that I could trick into coming on the show that maybe hadn't heard of us, that didn't know any better. You know, no, it's, it's nobody's really heard of us. A lot. <laughs> it's really a lot of work. No, um, all jokes aside, um, Fancy Mancer, um, welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? Hey, I'm doing all right. Uh, I just got done with a whole bunch of uh, Trials games, so uh, I may be very slightly tilted. No, I'm good. I'm interested to know what was like, what was your loadout? What did you go into Trials? Did you go into Trials, first of all, with the same thing that you ended Trials with, or did you have to switch it up like as you were playing? Uh, yeah, so I think I, I went into it with um, a Pulse Rifle Sniper build. Okay. Um, and like I was doing Cloud Strike, which uh, is very fun in trials because everyone likes to group up. Um, mm-hmm. And it was doing okay, but like I realized, like, oh, everyone is so scared of getting sniped out, you know, in that one big lane that everyone's just going into kind of that mid range close quarters library yes. zone. So I switched to uh, Waveframe GL Hand Cannon, which is like kind of my go to comfort zone when it comes to PvP. Uh, okay. Yeah, big fan of. Uh, G, uh, disruption break as a mechanic um, we we got dude we had one person using a uh, wave today i think it was today's matches that i was playing and they they like they had it locked down like the range yeah. on that when you are up in the air and you have that right angle like you can you can do some work on people it's great love that love it. i did notice though uh since power level is enabled and i'm not you know a particularly like pinnacle hunting type of player um the uh the number thresholds you like you'll miss a few like if you're going for that disruption break (laughs) right like it has to break their shield and if their light level is high enough above yours that it just doesn't and i'm like oh oh no 
My whole what, plan. Um, now I'm in what, trouble. <laughs> what character were you running? Uh, I play a hunter. Basically, I'm I'm a hunter one trick. Like I don't really have the bandwidth uh, to really explore the other classes super deeply. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What uh, what what style of hunter are we running? Uh, let's see. I think for this, uh, I was running uh, invis. I generally swap between invis or um, uh, golden gun. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I let's see. For the, I use dragon shadow for the hot swapping uh, oh, between the yeah. GL and the hand cannon. So like that kind of worked with most classes. I was really excited. I was like grinding up uh, to get good with Gear Falcon's halberk. Because uh, I was like, oh man, that's going to be so good in trials. And then Bungie was like, it sure would be. Anyway, <laughs> probably so too good able. if we're being honest. <laughs> Honestly, like, I applaud you for actually saying the uh, the name of the exotic. Um, I have defaulted to G Falcon or mm. Gryffindor, which was ah. uh, quoted by Drewski on one of the uh, Firing Line podcasts. <laughs> so I like. I like both of those approaches. Um, I'm into it. I think it's like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, right? You can mispronounce it as aggressively as you want, and people yeah. will know what you're referring to. I like it. Um, I So I was going into the weekend with the same mindset as you. Um, I was going to play G-Falcon. I was going to voop uh, and run No Time to Explain because they're all broken with that exotic. Mm-hmm. And I even ran the raid on my hunter this week to get pin- extra pinnacles. Like I did all my pinnacle grinds just to like try and get my hunter just a little bit higher up there. And then they disabled that on Thursday, I think it was. Yeah. Oh my I gosh. laughed so hard when I, I saw know. that because we had talked, because we had done the little, the mini episode with uh, Scrub. And yeah. you guys had spent a whole bunch of time talking about that. And he was like, Oh, it's gonna be broken in trials, et cetera, et cetera. And you were like, "Yeah, I'm so excited for it to be broken in trials." And then I saw that it got uh, yep. got disabled, and I'm like, oh, it's gonna ruin a whole bunch of people's days." I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm all for the chaos. <laughs> I I de- defaulted back to Warlock for mobility. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was torn between running Dragon Shadow Invis or running um, Dawnblade, but. Uh, I started running Dawnblade as soon as I saw it was disabled and <laughs> the sticky nades are what got me like scrub was talking about those sticky nades and they yeah. are pretty broken and they have mm, some really yeah. good tracking. So that's, that's what I've been going into this weekend with. And it's, it's paid off. Like <laughs> I've, I've gotten some double kills with it, but because light is enabled, um, I've also not gotten kills with it. That you like, otherwise absolutely would have. Yeah. That I otherwise absolutely would have like, there was one where I put like a, a pulse of messenger into someone and then stuck them as they were fading away into cover. And I was like, I took down their shields like halfway. That nade's going to take them out. And they totally lived through it. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> but you know, it That's is so frustrating. Is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm still having fun. Yeah. I, um, yeah, did you uh, go to those stairs again today all day? No, no, I was really good about that. Uh, yeah, so I, I was streaming. I was streaming just in Discord last night, um, and I, I was a little intoxicated, um, so I was getting on myself about going to those middle stairs. Um, like if you're on a side, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everyone goes to the that stairs and ramp oh, area. Yeah. Yeah. And if you aren't running a shotgun, it's really easy to get like dumped on there. So mm. I was running Shariah's and then today I've been running Voop all day. 
and um Shariah's just was getting shut down there. Like I could not make enough space. Um so yeah, they were giving me a hard time last night about about going there over and over again or following ghost. Yeah, so you're like, I'm not going to those stairs again. And my response was, in before you go to those stairs again. And then the very next round, you're like, I went to the yeah. stairs again. Like, the, the reflexes in this game are really fascinating. Like, you, yeah. uh, It's like, I'll be at the end of a round. It's like, okay, I'm the last one standing. They're going to kill me. But I still panic through a grenade, putting it on cooldown. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, God. I'm so guilty of that. Um, also, I found out last night um, that I am very guilty of following whoever's in front. So mm. Ghost kept trying to flank and he would he would be he was a Titan. So he would get out in front of us and I would just start following him. And he kept getting really pissed at me because like he would go to flank and then realized I was like right on his butt, like mm-hmm. trying to team shoot with him. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not. Like, my brain is just in auto mode. Like, I play so much, like, solo comp. I'm, like, just following people. Yeah. Follow um, and team shoot. Follow and team shoot. Right? It's usually like that, a really good yeah. heuristic. It's usually it really useful. Yeah. Like, but but yeah. when you're when you're playing with someone who's very, very skilled and they can mm-hmm. flank and hold their own, then it's it's detrimental to your team. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I was, dude, I was so mad last night because... So we were playing trials and we were having a good time. And then more people jumped in chat. And at one point we had like 12 or 15 people in discord chat. It was was, was going on. So like people were watching me play trials, but I want to include everyone. So I'm like, hey, do you guys want to raid or something so we can raid maybe and more people can play instead of just people watching me play the trials? Mm -hmm. And um, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got like five people who are into it. And we were waiting on someone to be our six. And I'm, I'm like, I'm going to step away real quick and get some to drink. Well, I got some to drink and I ate another edible because I'm like, we're raiding, dude. I can just party, you know, like uh-huh. whatever. And I got back and everyone had bailed to go play trials. Right. And then there was just three of us there. And I'm like, OK, well, I guess we're playing trials. Uh, <laughs> we're not raiding anymore. And so I started playing with it was uh, TJ and TJ that I was played with. So I was playing with two TJs. And like we get a couple matches in, I'm like, guys, I just got to be honest. At some point, I might be too stoned to play trials. Like I expected that we were raiding. I came back and realized that I probably should not have been that in the bag. So just a heads up. And sure enough, like we we played like five or six more games. And I was like, OK, I'm done. Like <laughs> I'm just making stupid choices. <laughs> oh, man. But I don't know. It was kind of funny. It was a good night, though. Yeah. Okay, so we have established that, like us, you also play Destiny. Um, But that's actually not how I found you, was not through playing Destiny, but instead was your other hobby with Destiny, Mm -hmm. which is creating amazing art. So how did that, like, how did that come to happen? Like, Yeah, so... so, um, I uh, recently decided to start doing these uh, drawing Destiny 2 guns as uh, anime girls, like just generic character designs. Um, I think it all started as a meme. Like I was in an art server and someone shared, uh, I probably should have looked this up earlier, but it's like, I think it was like a Ballyhoo or something. Uh, But there was like a meme that was going around in art where... People were like, um, oh, it was the Duke Mark 44, but uh, 
that a furry artist uh, a while back got like a DM of someone being like, hey, could you sexualize this gun as woman? Like it's like very poorly written, like direct message on Twitter. Of, like, and it's like, this is what it is like to be an, an artist on Twitter. It's like you yeah, get yeah. messages like this. And I remember seeing that and be like, I could probably do that. Like, I could, like <laughs> and I think there were, uh, you know, I was not the only artist to like uh, bite this bait uh, to say the least. Uh, and this mm-hmm. is definitely a thing, like, after I had posted some, people were pointing out, oh, yeah, this is a thing that had happened before. And, like, I've always been a big... I've been playing Destiny for a long time. Uh, well, somewhat long time. I've only played D2. Uh, but I've been playing Destiny for a while, and I love the gun designs. I love the gun names. I love the sort of themes around it. And uh, I one of my favorite things to do is to do character designs. Like, I, that's one of my favorite little uh, side hobbies. And, uh, yeah, I was like, okay, what if I did character designs based on these guns? Like, that would be kind of a cute, neat idea. Uh, the first two that I made were uh, Lumina and Thorn, uh, which were a good kind of pair. Like, uh, uh, they just kind of had this nice contrast. I was like, okay, cool. What yeah. can I do with that, right? Um I think uh, I'd been looking at a lot of, like, Genshin Impact character designs, like a lot of gotcha games, right? Um, and I think I didn't want them to be specifically like obviously guardians, right? I didn't want them to be like, oh, and this is just like, I didn't want to just look like a Titan or a warlock or whatever. I wanted them to kind of have more of the vibe of like a Korean gotcha game or an MMO, like have a little bit more silly fantasy elements to them. And with Thorn and uh, Lumina, they both kind of had these spiky elements that I was able to make into horns. I kind of gave them bit more of like a tiefling energy or what have you and i kind of made those i posted them up and that got some pretty good traction on reddit um some folks were super excited about some folks thought it was super cringe i don't blame either of those parties honestly (laughs) um you know it's weird it's a it's goofy but uh it was fun i was just kind of enjoying myself and it was kind of a nice way to uh indulge in fan art while also being kind of feeling like I'm being actually creative. Uh, like, uh, I've always been very resistant to drawing straight-up fan art. And it's like my own, like, no shade on anyone who draws fan art. I think some of my favorite artists online are, like, incredible fan artists. But sure. it was never quite something that I uh, was able to get super excited about. But with this, it was like, cool, I could show how much I love Destiny, but also kind of show off a little bit almost, right? Like, be able to be like all right here are some clever ideas that i have or neat ways to interpret this or that uh element um and uh it also drove some pretty decent engagement because like every you know all the comments are like oh when are you going to do this gun when are you going to do that gun like uh, (laughs) uh, you know day five of asking for sweet business or whatever like yeah 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 so uh and that was kind of a fun way to kind of interact with people and to do requests and like uh it was neat it was great um and uh let's see i've been doing like roughly one a week uh since i started uh sometimes a few a couple more sometimes i'll like skip a week but like yeah i've been going at a pretty steady rate i'm trying not to burn myself out on them they're they're pretty great too so i did post um i posted his profile i know i've posted your guns before in our discord like prior to all this going down um, I think I first saw Telesto, so that would have been your second post of these, right? Yeah, Telesto um, was definitely one that got very popular. Uh, it was like 
I think it was the most popular request. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people were like, oh, Telesto, do Telesto. Well, and the fact that you, like, quoted, like, the Bungie help, like, Telesto has broken like the game again like like i think that makes it so great too because like you have you have this picture of like fun loving telesto but then you also have like this anger like next to the the tweet and it just works well but um yeah so anyone who wants to see this art um we will post the link uh for your like whole gallery i already posted it but if people are looking um i'll pin it in it looks like you just threw it in the discord i'll I'll pin it in the Potato Thumbs podcast uh, one as well, just so people can see it. But um, yeah, man, it's great. I love it. Uh, it's it's fantastic. Pretty yeah, fun. I've been having a, having a pretty good time. I uh, definitely, when uh, everything was popping off about Divinity, I was like, well, I suppose I'll draw Divinity this week. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's you know. yeah, that yeah, great. Was um, I really liked uh, Darcy, too. I don't know what it is about the Darcy one. Like, I like them all. Like, I really do. But um, it, like, fits. Like, it just, like, the, it fits the name and everything. I mean, they all work. But, yeah, it was pretty. Mm-hmm. I noticed that one caught me, too. Yeah, I have a lot of fun, like, picking out which design elements to really kind of focus on or to think about uh, with each mm-hmm. one. I do find uh, some of the requests, I think one of the most popular requests I get is Wither Horde, right? Everyone's like, oh, and it's because people just really like Wither Horde as a gun. But when you look at Wither Horde, it, there's like nothing to the design. It's like a black textured tube with a trigger. And like, <laughs> there's a very, you know, it's one color, it's one... Like, there's so little to it for me to pull from that, like, I kind of, am, I draw a blank when I, like, sit down to try and do Wither Horde. I'll, I'll probably get to it eventually, but, yeah, I find the really slim or, like, uh, the uh, least elaborate guns are some of the hardest to come up with cool design ideas around, for sure. I can see that. Uh, does, I don't even know. Does Wither Horde even have any ornaments? I mean, yeah, I've also been avoiding doing ornaments just because it's like, if I start doing ornaments, then like, where does it end? Like, mm, suddenly yeah, I like, fly. <laughs> like it, it's already more guns than I'll ever get to. But like, yeah. you know, yeah, if I do like three ace of spades, like that's, you know, <laughs> even less likely to do Vex Mythic class. Not that I have it. <laughs> yeah, hey, you and I both. We That's so funny. Dude, Vex has been like a topic today. Like I... I uh, LFG'd with a few few cards for trials today too, and played with friends. And Vex, like Vex Myth, Myth the class has come up in a couple different conversations. Um, but yeah, I I think I'm only in like the twenties for runs for that raid mm. though, so I yeah. can't really complain. Yeah, my <laughs> only raid gun is Thousand Voices. That is my only raid exotic, uh, ah, which I drew it's a good one. I, when it when it dropped, I drew that was the week I drew it. Oh really? Um, I uh, I was like, well, I guess I'm drawing that because I had originally people were like, oh, when are you going to do this one? And I'm like, well, this is where I'd put my thousand voices if I had one. Um, <laughs> and I got one. So I was like, I guess I'll draw it. But then when Touch of Malice like came out with King's Fall, I just really liked the design. So I drew her anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. That gun looks really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, The thing I like about thousand voices that you did as well is the positioning of the characters a lot different than the other ones too like yeah it's a more dynamic pose 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. It works really well, especially with the the gun actually like charging up. Um, mm-hmm. That's pretty rad. Yeah, I think that one definitely uh, has the most uh, pushed pose. I want to do more like interesting poses with them, but it's hard to both show off a character design and give them mm-hmm. like kind of a dynamic pose. Like, oh, if their arms are like in front of their torso, that like really covers them up a bunch. Like, it, it's it's tricky. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So I guess my question is, how long like have you been doing art, and you know what made you? decide that destiny art was what you wanted to go with or was it just like you were drawing stuff and then destiny art just sort of came along i mean so uh let's see i think i went to college uh for a bit studying storyboarding right that was like what i was kind of originally planning as like my career um and uh i that ended up following falling through and i ended up uh, falling backwards into board game design which i super love like it is that is my career now and so art has become my hobby um, and so it's generally like when outside of work or gaming, like I like to draw, I'll do like, I've done like comics tournaments and little things. Um, and I got really into the baseball fandom. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that, but it was oh. a very weird game during the pandemic. It was like a, a surrealist baseball simulation. Hmm. Um, it was, uh, <sighs> It's like it was a website you could go to and there was an online ticker of a bunch of fictional baseball teams with silly names uh, playing games and you could bet on the games to earn kind of currency that you can spend to like gamble on improving your favorite team. And it was just like a very abstract, very silly thing. Like all the characters had like procedurally generated names like Jessica Telephone and Jalen Hot Dog Fingers. And <laughs> awesome. Like it this was, already. It, it was all very like, yeah. And the teams were like the, the Kansas City Breath Mints and the Los Angeles Tacos and like the Beckett, Breckenridge Jazz Hands. It was very silly. And the fandom got super into like creating lore for these fictional characters and the developers were very encouraging with that and uh that was one fandom where i got super into it i did a bunch of like uh, silly comics and stuff for that um and so i got super into that which sort of uh was how like a good chunk of my twitter followers came about uh but like the first sort of storyline like several seasons of blazeball ended about a year ago um and it was awesome and i think they're kicking off again like sometime in the next few months but um yeah so like in that interim i kind of didn't have that much to occupy my time right like i was no longer drawing you know this silly fan art for these baseball players that don't exist um and <laughs> Like with Blaseball, it was an, a similar thing to these gun girls where it was like you got like a funny name and like a general concept of like, oh, here's like a uh, they're a batter named McDowell Sasquatch. What do they look like? And so you got to kind of uh, cut loose with a funny design for them. And if the community yeah. liked it, that you yeah, people would participate in that. And so with these gun girls, I'm kind of tapping into a similar vibe of like, OK, cool, like let's do some silly designs like. You know, what kind of personality do these guns have? Like, Telesto, absolute gremlin, absolutely, ca- like, ca- I cause problems on purpose. <laughs> you know, that sounds Divinity. right. Yep. Divinity is yeah. so nice. Divinity is just like here to help, wants everyone to get along. Uh, you know, one of the few support guns in the game. And like, yeah. Ace of Spades is just, you know, 
cocky cowboy. Like I actually went with uh, more of a space smuggler look for Ace of Spades because I knew the Tex Mechanica guns would lean really heavily into cowboy aesthetic. So mm-hmm, like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, even though Ace kind of is a cowboy gun, I was like, okay, like if anyone's going to be like more of a cowboy bebop space, like a space outlaw, uh, you know, it'd be the gun with a Firefly reference. Yeah, I like all the gold, um, gold highlights on. Uh, oh no, I'm looking at Last Word. I'm sorry. I yeah, say, Last I like Word all the gold and, yeah, and Dead Man. Yeah. yeah. Uh no, I I definitely like Ace. Uh, I like that you gave the character the uh the Ace over the eye too, like mm-hmm. the Ace of Spades eye patch. That's pretty yeah. dope. Yeah, good details, man. That's good stuff. Yeah, it um, it, it, it is fun. Um, some of the little Easter eggs are things that like only players would really like understand. Like the way, like if you just look at the image, the weapon image for Thousand Voices, you don't know it has that big like fiery effect of like that's constantly streaming out of it, or like you don't know that Ace of Spades, like the barrel, has that smoky effect when Memento Mori is active. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's great, and the yeah. fact that she's like smoking too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works well. Um, oh, so, okay, so you kind of dropped a little little hint here, and then uh, we moved on, but uh, you do board game design stuff. Do you care to talk about that at all? Uh, yeah, so, like, that's actually, like, my actual career is uh, designing uh, board games. I um, worked for a company called Fantasy Flight Games for a while, and so I got to work on a bunch of really cool licensed projects. Like, I uh, worked on Star Wars Imperial Assault, which is a big kind of tactical adventure game in the Star Wars universe. Uh, which was like right before uh, the J.J. Abrams movies came out. We were like, oh, crap. Like we had kind of thought that, that was it was like a, a finished franchise when we were making content for it. Uh, <laughs> I also worked on uh, the Game of Thrones trivia game. I worked on the Doom board game for like Doom 2016. Um, awesome. That was really cool. I actually got to visit id Software during uh, development of that. And like uh, they you know worked on the game with them. Uh, that's cool my buddy my buddy was working on that game uh he he did a bunch of shit for doom um because he was really stoked because they won like they won a bunch of awards for like um their sound and stuff for that game as well oh god yeah yeah the sound design in doom is so good good. yeah like that game was really really well received yeah so like yeah so i worked on the board game adaptation of doom which is yeah yeah, that's cool it it was really cool it was very though it's funny like that game is like instantly dated right because it's like oh this is the adaptation of specifically doom 2016 yeah that's the problem with putting like a date in there right in the title you know yeah uh but yeah so like i did that i uh then after leaving fantasy flight i worked on um a nicktoons game i worked on uh uh called splat attack i worked on um a sonic the hedgehog dice game uh which went to gamestop and that was fun that's cool. Um, I've worked with a lot of licensed IPs. Right now, my big project has been a game called Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid, which is uh, letting me play around in one of my favorite old uh, franchises, uh, which is Power Rangers. Like, absolutely one of my favorite things growing up. And so that's been going for a few years now, and it's got a pretty solid player base. Uh, so we're that's cool. Con- yeah, like, no end of expansions for that. Like, Power Rangers, like, 
so many seasons of that show man yeah <laughs> yeah so um so like what kind of stuff do you do like are you doing like like character design for like cards and boards or like what would like just give me like a high level yeah like, i am the i am the the lead game designer for many of these projects and that basically means i write the rule book um okay I, like, cool establish, like so what are the cool. core mechanics like the whole like Top to bottom, like I'm, you know, I'll go into the spreadsheet and do a lot of the content development work of like what goes on cards and stuff like that. Though uh, I will sometimes work with developers after building out the core system. But like, yeah, uh, board game design is really fun. It's very, um, it, it's very much I'm like establishing. Okay, how does a person win? What do they do you know, on their turn? Like, how do you, you know, how is this game played and how do they have fun? Uh, and it's a very very fun and very satisfying career i can uh and it's one of those things where it was like something i was able to hone independently fairly thoroughly before actually getting my start in the industry because like i you know you don't need to know any specific uh like uh you know you don't need to know how to code right like coding helps and like i have used coding in my board game design but like in general like you you know i can prototype something out on like uh you know playing cards and like you know with scraps of paper and just kind of glue it all together and get it done in a weekend whereas like i have other friends who like work in digital games where it's like the process of making a gray box is like many many hours and like even then it's like not doesn't look even remotely like what their you know the final build is but like uh in tabletop you kind of uh, can fast forward that just you know get out some scissors and some pens so yeah it feels like it's such a huge uh huge industry right now too Oh like yeah, it's really last, been popping off the last I don't know five ten years. I just find people playing more and more. Like it feels like twenty years ago, nobody knew what Carcassonne was, and you couldn't get anyone to play it. And now it's <laughs> like everyone I talk to is like, "Oh yeah, I got the this plus X number of expansions and stuff like that." Or you know, pick your whatever your favorite little you know tabletop board game is these days. Yeah, there's still folks who are like, "Oh, like Monopoly," and it's like, "No, it's this." <laughs> um, <laughs> no, there it's, it's actually fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> in the same way, <laughs> you would. Video games have come a long way since Pong. Board games have come a long way since you know Candyland. But yeah, yeah it's uh, yeah the the board game renaissance has definitely been happening for the last several years, and it's like a constantly growing industry with lots of incredible games out there for like all kinds of things. Uh, I will say the pandemic did hit tabletop pretty hard in a very specific way because like. On the one hand, everyone was at home, and so they needed some shit to do, often without, you know, you know, if you don't want to look at a screen, what are you going to do with your family? So family games did really well, but, like, party games or, like, games that you tend to play, like, with, like, fellow, like, hardcore gamers, like the grand strategy games, right. those both took a pretty heavy hit during the pandemic. Those were tough to yeah. tough sell. People, people, like, adapted and went to, like, discords and stuff, though, right? Yeah, so they could do more of that, though, but it's right? not the same. Because, yeah, yeah, you have to have a camera on the table. Right. It's like... But, yeah, Yeah. I... Um, Go ahead. No, no. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, I've I've got a couple of friends who are obsessed with games, so anytime I can find something new that is uh, fun and exciting to play, it's always good to bust it out with them when I go visit them, because that's basically our, our idea of having fun is... They put their kids to bed and we fire up a tabletop game. And I'll, yeah. I drive five hours to go play board games with friends for a weekend and then drive yeah. back home. And it's it's absolutely fantastic. 
Yeah, I love that. Like it is, it's a real experience. Like I definitely, uh, I definitely missed that during the pandemic, and I'm finally getting a chance to hang out with folks and crack out some of these games. Uh, yeah, I, I, the man, the strategy and the thought process that has to go into game design and like rule design from scratch, like, dude. That's some that's some complex like you you have some complex gifts if you're able to like sit down and be like, okay, I have nothing. Let me just pull some rules together to make this game not broken and work, and then people are gonna enjoy it too. Like that's there's a lot of things, man. Like it's a it's a weird job and it is definitely really interesting, particularly when developing for like competitive games, right? Like uh, Imperial Assault had a competitive mode. I worked a little bit on uh, the card game Netrunner. Um, like, that sort of hardcore competitive environment is so weird to design for because it's like the designer wants to make the most interesting game possible. He wanted to make it exciting and fun. And that usually means the game is dynamic and you don't know who's going to win. Whereas the competitive players, they want safe, they want reliable they want like the they want to make the game as boring as possible and to be as powerful mm-hmm. as possible and as one-sided as possible and so like they are just a community constantly out to destroy whatever game balance you're working on so like i certainly don't envy <laughs> the destiny 2 sandbox team to bring it back right yeah. oh dude right. yeah there, you know I, my my thought process and i've been playing since taken king mm. uh, original um so like november 2015 ish somewhere in there mm-hmm. um there's always gonna be something to complain about i yeah. i feel bad for bungie i think i think bungie's had some bad periods of time but i think overall within the last two three years i think that they are much better uh communication wise not to say that they're without fault but mm-hmm. um I'm very positive on on what on the changes that they've made and what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm yeah. with you on that, man. And I mean, given how old the Destiny engine is, I'm like super impressed at how well like all of this has been holding up. Like, uh, man, yeah. like yeah, it's been good. Like the new perks have been very exciting. The uh, the power scale since the 3.0 updates have been nuts. Um, yeah, like it's fun. It's fun finding like the broken builds and learning how to make them work. Right? Yeah, you feel so busted. I mean, like I still like, uh, you know, I still go back to like the, I'm glad that the other like Void and Solar 3.0 still feel good, even though Arc 3.0 is kind of the flavor of the month. Like it still feels it good really to is. throw lots of explosions around. It still feels good to you know get volatile rounds on everything and watch them pop. Yep. I I really came into this season wanting to play Stormcaller. Mm. Um I just like that arc fantasy of chain lightning and everything else and then when G Falcon dropped I'm like, well, I guess I'm Void Hunter again this season cuz I tend to go with wherever the meta is for for PVP for that season. Um and I've played a lot of Void Hunter because Void Hunter has been very good for the past 2 years. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, guess I'm back on that. Yeah. (laughs) And I I don't play a ton of PvP, but for PvE, I know we talked at the beginning of the season about how Ark was uh, underwhelming and stuff like that when we were with, uh, was it Kingsley who was on? It's like, Hmm. well, probably not going to run Ark anymore. And it's like, 
just wait till the new fragments come out when the the raid gets beat and people get more time putting it together. And now in PVE stuff, some of those arc builds are just silly. Like yeah, Titan, Titan's got it locked, dude. <laughs> I fired my gun to do DPS only, basically, in the raid uh, the other day, and still ended up with like. 800 kills and 8 deaths at the end just by throwing grenades and doing punches the entire time. My god. Yeah. The uh, the arc um, arc uh, hunter with assassin's cowl is a lot of fun too. It's not good in the yeah. raid because the raid is too like stand here at mm, DPS yeah. but like things where you're moving um, like lost solo lost sectors you know stuff like that. Uh, nightfalls maybe. Um Dude, going invisible and getting your health back like that? If you have a uh, if you have a well to stay alive for DPS, I would suggest uh, looking up the the arc skip grenade with uh, what is yeah, the yeah? I use a skip grenade build on my a double skip grenade arm pieces oh. to throw. Oh, Shinobu's um, Shinobu's yeah. vow, yeah, that was so much fun when I ran with Lulu this week. Uh, I was like, <laughs> as long as I kept moving, I didn't get dead, and I killed the yellow bar. I mean. Granted, with that group, you can run whatever you want, and they'll get you through the raid because everyone's <laughs> yeah, so damn yeah. good. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. but like, oh, I held kill. my own and had good kill numbers and stuff like that. But basically, you just throw a skip grenade, and you'd have another skip grenade. You throw that skip grenade. It hit as long as one of your little things hits something, then it arcs into the, all the other enemies and stuff like that, and you get your skip grenade back basically mm. by hitting them. So it was just infinite skip grenades the entire time, and. It's like, oh, I'm getting low on health. I better run up and melee something so I get my health regen back and <laughs> get the heck out. Yeah, that's cool. I need, to, I need definitely need to try that. The melee build though is super strong too. Yeah, like, no, because if you if you dodge next to them before you melee, then when you melee them, there's like a delayed explosion, and then that arcs across everyone. Mm. So yeah, it's. There's some there's some definitely fun arc builds for sure. So long story short, I've never run a GM before, uh, but arc is my favorite of the subclasses to run, and there is the a chance of getting a adept mindbenders, even though it's from the sucky uh, nightfall. <laughs> yeah. So I may not. I don't think I'm going to start there for my first ever GM run, but I. I'm thinking that maybe this season, if I put in enough time, I might finally get that one accomplishment done that I've never done before. Hmm. Um, one thing, one thing to think about too is you still get you don't get golf balls and you don't get as many high end rewards if you do a master versus a GM, but the master can be a lot faster and a lot yeah. more forgiving. So you could always run it on the master, and then if you're smoking it, then add in the other champions in the GM. Right. No, I the only reason I would do like really want the GM is to try to get that adept Mindbenders just yep. for the sake of the fact that Mindbenders is Mindbenders. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the perks yeah. are real different though, right? Like they are really different. Yeah. Not nearly as good as the OG Mindbenders and I had the OG Mindbenders that role of was OG Mindbenders too. Uh yeah. <laughs> where however many years from the time the Mindbenders got sunset and it's still add any two of my other guns and the crucibles kills together and they don't reach the number of kills I had with the mindbenders. So yeah. and, and that one didn't get the thing. same nerf. That one didn't get the same nerf that Felwinters oh, and Astral got where they took away quick drawing and swapped it with um su correct. uh supply, whatever. Which I think happened because they Turplus. were gonna sunset it. So Turplus, thank you. 
the re- the reason they didn't worry about it was because they're sunsetting it, right? Yeah, I saw. Like, oh, sure, it's fine, which you know it kind of is. Like I don't see it everywhere. No, I, I definitely I definitely course. throw it on in Crucible now. I mean, I was running my new one just to try it out, but it wasn't as good. So if I'm playing Iron Banner next time around, I'm going to be running the old Mind Benders with uh, Quick Draw Snapshot. Dude, running Iron Banner with Invisible Hunter and G Falcon was so much fun. Oh yeah, this week. Oh my god, I had a great time. Admittedly, oh. the uh, was it the bugged uh, uh, streak break. Yes, that was in. So that was in the TWAB. So, uh, Rob, did you read the TWAB? I didn't. Okay, but, so uh, tell me about this. Did you have games where uh, it looked like you had a massive lead, and all of a sudden the other team was tied with you? Yes, I did. Yeah. So that was due to a bug in the scoring. And if you got uh, what was what's what's it called when you got eruption? When what was the do you guys remember the buff? I was just like you were on a kill streak like that was the. Yeah, uh, I don't remember the name of it or something. Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe it was primed. So if you killed someone who is primed and you team shot everyone who team shot got equal number of points for that kill. Yeah. The so, bonus went to everybody was multiplied. For yeah. Every so, if, <laughs> so if, if, if five people on the team kill the guy who's primed, you get the, the kill bonus times five. Oh, ah. mm-hmm. so it was not supposed to be that bad of a catch up mechanic. Everyone's like this mode's cool, but the catch up mechanics kind of whack because we were leading by 70 points and now they're winning. <laughs> I think that happened really? to us when we were running like, together. It was so oh, yeah. punishing too. Like yeah. when once yeah. you're primed, you're like, "Oh, I need to run away. I need to not get because if I get killed, that's like a huge point swing." And like, yep. I think by the end of the week, people had figured that out and were like, "Okay, well, I'm primed. Better hide. I better go die by myself in the corner." Well, yeah, like was not how that was supposed to go, right? Like the yeah. super aces were still you know going out supering five times in a game, and that was. Oh man! I, I think, three yeah. three supers a game was very common, though it seemed mm-hmm. like I was I was hitting three supers and I was running spectral blades. Um, it was pretty common to hit three supers a game, um, which was fun. I think mm-hmm. TJ TJ said he heard someone call it mayhem light, and our group pretty much experience. yeah yeah our group was pretty much on par with that. It was very much mayhem light, but it was fun. I think um, my strategy was to group up by people who were primed mm. and team shoot with them, but not take the kill mm. uh, and and be not by them, but around them. Because everyone like when that prime popped up and everyone can see it through the wall, they like immediately ignore their radar and just, just push. Run for that. They just push to the prime. They just it's like it's like the radar is out the window. All common sense is gone. They are just pushing for this point, and you could just watch them like funnel Lots in. And, the like, flame. <laughs> yeah, like nine times out of ten, as long as you're positioned right, you can just help pick them off or weaken them as they're pushing, and then keep your guy alive. Hmm. I don't know. Cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I was, think it's a great game mode. I'm, I'm having yeah. a good time. Yeah, I'm all about new PvP stuff, right? Um, there was that, and then there was one other thing in the TWAB. Um, shoot. 
I started writing it. I started writing it down because I was doing yard work and I was listening to DCP and Guardian Down while I was doing yard work today, and I totally did not finish my sentence, so I don't remember what the other thing is <laughs> I was gonna write about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I stopped, like I don't know what was happening, but I stopped mid-sentence. Um so okay. So we got that you like trials. What is like, what's your go-to thing for destiny? Like, what do you really find yourself doing the most? Is it PVP or you PVE or what do you, what are you, what's your jam? I'm pretty big on PVP. I think like I, I really loved the original iron banner, like, or, you know, the, mm-hmm. the one before rift, like yeah. that was iron banner for, you know, most of D2. I like, that was absolutely my favorite game mode. I think I liked it best when it was, um, when it stopped at 125, right? Like it, they moved it up to being a 150 capture uh, point map uh, at some point in the last few seasons. Yeah, but like it was just. I, I think I really enjoyed that kind of point control with that flow of like, okay, now there's a hunt going on, which gives just a little more texture to a normal control map match. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, I was. Uh, I have a very on again, off again relationship with Gambit, like. Uh, <laughs> Like a toxic partnership. <laughs> um, like Art stop for me. <laughs> and then like be mad about it. But like uh, conceptually, I think Gambit is one of my favorite. Like overall, like there's just so much going on. It's so interesting. Yeah. The invader is so like tense. But I feel like my adrenaline goes r- through the roof in some of those Gambit games. And uh, the balance of it has been inconsistent over the last few seasons i would say oh my god yeah um, like like wild wild mood swings right in rules <laughs> like, yep. it's crazy like everyone gets heavy ammo now which is a whole thing but like yeah uh these days like yeah i i enjoy what gambit that i do end up playing um yeah i've only recently started getting into raiding like i was never really a big raider uh for the dramatic majority of my d2 experience but like um I started joining some LFGs, like some of my friends got more into raiding and have been inviting me on those raids. And that's been, it's been super fun. I think raiding is absolutely the thing that sets Destiny apart from most other games. Like, mm-hmm. like it is just such a unique and interesting experience. And it's like very intense. It takes like, uh, we were doing a bunch of raids blind because partly because I hadn't raided at all. Like I didn't know any of the mechanics. So yeah. I got to join up with some blind raid groups and we like slammed our head into last wish like three weeks for three <laughs> weeks. And it's like, wow, do that. that uh, bravo on that. It took us like, yeah, it took us like, oh God, like 12 hours to do uh, our blind last wish run. Cause it was like, uh, what, what are these puzzles? Well, the and vault, like, yeah. How, the that, vault. that was the thing that killed everybody on the day one. Yeah. Contest. Yeah. The vault yeah. like killed us. I think it took us like one whole weekend to figure out the vault. And then like, Riven was like, what is happening? Oh, but yeah, we, we got it, it. And we did it, and that was an incredible <laughs> experience. And so, like, that blind raid experience kind of led me to be really excited whenever we got a chance to do a day one raid. Like, we did day one Vow, and that was so cool. Like, I love... That was fun, wasn't it? Vow the Disciple was so fun. Um, mm-hmm. We did totally miss the original call-outs, like, that the, the, that the game gives you call-outs for Vow. It's oh, like, hey, yeah. this means this. Yep. And we were like, no, no, you're, you go to Vegas and like go to like, <laughs> like yeah. We made up our own for that first week, which really screwed us up when everyone had consistent ones. We were like, uh, we, wait, yeah. which ones? Art. <laughs> okay, yeah. We we totally made up our own names too. Like we had like kill and cup and yeah, uh, tumor like 
grief yeah. grief we called like like guilty or something like that because there was like mm. a hole and like yeah dude yeah the hole in the chest we were like tumor was what we called yeah. it. <laughs> tumor that's a good one um, that's a good one because it was just like this black pulp like thing or whatever like it, yeah yeah um i think kill we called spike uh i i still say vegas when it comes to the um the I don't even know what the real name is. The green pyramid one with the like the big light that commune. looks like Luxor. Oh, mm-hmm. commune, yeah. yeah. We with uh, with kill. I think we called it claws because yeah. they had three yeah. three claws. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, that uh, was that was, was fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, that was a great. Absolutely. And like when the boss came down, we were like, oh, oh, wait, this is like a wow boss. He's like running around. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, silent on us. Uh, he like just kicked a guy out of his warlock well, and that was the funniest thing to see. Like just watching him like soccer punt our warlock into space. Yeah, I think I've only been. I think he's only got me once, but the first time you get booped by him, and then also when the shield boops you off into oblivion if you don't get out fast enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah those are both not fun knowing that was coming was very funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we uh on Tuesday night. Fudd texted me at like eight o'clock my time. It's like, hey, I might need you for a raid at nine. And I'm like, Tuesday was a, a rough day. Uh, the girlfriend had to go to the hospital for a bit to get some you know stuff checked out and stuff like that. She's doing okay, but like it was just a long day. And I'm like, man, I'm tired. But I, I was like, well, Fudd's asking, so it's probably that group that he ran and got his clear with. So we'll be in and out in an hour. And then I, I log in and he's like, hey. Our, my friend Jules has never beaten a D2 raid uh, ever. And so we're going to run her through Kingsfall. And so it was like a bunch of people. Kingsley was there. Gator, RNG Gator, that is, was there. Um, so we ran through it and like it was a teaching raid. And mm-hmm. everyone was like so low energy because it was just like a, a late night and a long day for a bunch of us. And we got all the way to Oryx, but then it was like midnight, my time, right? Mm-hmm. So means it's yeah. one o'clock for the people on the east coast and stuff yeah, like that gassed out we're just like uh so we got back together last night and knocked out oryx and got her her first clear and that was about as much fun as you could imagine getting that you know getting somebody their first clear getting you know watching them learn like the horrors of getting torn when it's like i've never done this before the first time i got torn and now i have to take the shield off of this guy yeah. and stay here in the <laughs> yeah, middle and yeah. figure out the bomb rotation and yep. stuff like that. Oh. It's like, <laughs> God, I felt... S- what, what was... Which encounter is the one where, like, one player becomes, like, a bomb that'll kill everyone? <laughs> they have to, like, uh, Golgoroth. Oh. Yeah, Golgoroth. Uh, I, my first Golgoroth run, I, like, was the bomb, like, eight times in a row, and I kept <laughs> missing it and be like, oh, God. And in our final run where we succeeded, I was the bomb like three times during the damage phase. <laughs> like, but I got it every time, and it was really felt yeah. like a learning moment. But yeah, sometimes <laughs> that raid will just be like this guardian oh, yeah. in particular. It was really fun because Fud was the one who had the uh, didn't realize he had it, and so he, everyone in the pit died but him. And like, oh, somebody forgot they were uh, <laughs> who they were charged, and it's like. Who was it? And Fudd just started whistling and like, I don't know. <laughs> You're the only one alive, buddy. <laughs> I saw the memes right? in the Discord the next morning about that. I was laughing pretty hard. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So 
so if you so you didn't get to play King, King's Fall on D one, um, you know how the ogres come up and you want to drop them in their their pools. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in D one, there was a bug. So if you threw a grenade on them, they would teleport to the middle of the map. What? Why? Yeah, so you would so you would try and get the and get the ogre down. And then if you threw a nade, and no one knew this, if you threw a nade, all of a sudden the ogre would just glitch to the middle of the map. And then you have a bomb in the middle of the map. So a lot of times it would it wipe the run. It was only a grenade type, too. It wasn't even, like, all grenades. So Yeah. And, the, and here's the thing. Back then, you had to drop four bombs in the same spot because you had to detonate uh, all four bombs on Oryx at once for, for challenge mode. So you had four ogres popping up and you wanted to drop all four of them in the same spot so you could drop all four bombs when you stood at them at once. It was, um, there was a lot of runs. Is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of runs where like everything's going good and you got three bombs down and you go to do the fourth bomb and you're doing everything right and you throw a nade not knowing that that's causing the problem and all of a sudden you wipe. And it works. Oh. <laughs> a lot of late nights spent on King's Fall. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's some weird bugs with that one. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been having a lot of fun raiding. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. I think, like I said when we talked about it last week, I was at you know it took me the last night to spend like four hours to finish the season pass uh, last season where I, to get to 100. Like I basically went. I think I went 16 levels in two days to get there. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm at level 70 already this season. Like, I'm not going to have any problem finishing the season pass <laughs> this season. So I'm far yeah. more in than I had been. Yeah. Um, let's see. I did get my Taipan 4. That mm. is an amazing gun. That enhanced triple tap is yeah. uh, great. It's spicy. Like, I yeah, I, mm-hmm. I use my Reed's Regret during King's Fall, but, like, that Taipan... Feels good, like it, it does. Yeah, when yep. you get all the bits going. Uh, I had that other half sword drop from Dares, trying to get my battler. Oh um, man! So, so that's fun. I got enhanced eager edge on that. I'm still learning that, but um, it is fun to fly across the map at people. Yeah, I uh, got. I did the exploit to get my battler. Uh, <laughs> I need to look that up. I I didn't you know that there was characters right. Uh, well, I mean, I thankfully had a character who had never done Dares of Eternity, oh, so that yeah. was the yeah. I, I like had, like I said, I as a one trick, I was thankfully basically had an empty slot, um, and so I had a character who had never done Dares, so I was able to just go in and uh, just have them be my bat, my BXR farmer. Uh, still took like way too many runs, but uh yeah i had like spent all of my treasure keys like in previous weeks uh before we all found out like that we were getting the um <laughs> origin traits like who knew mm-hmm. um but i'm i'm loving my crafted bxr so much like i'm i'm considering crafting a second one just because there's another uh role that i feel like would be really nice to have um, yeah, it's it's my go to PVE gun right now with un, unstoppable being on pulse rifles. Yeah. Um, so like and it pairs really well with solar, mm-hmm. like solar Titan or solar hunter. Um, yeah. But I, I, it's a good PVP gun, too. And so I definitely could see myself crafting two, one for PVE and one for PVP. Yeah, I got I get a huge one. amount of mileage out of blunt execution rounds last season, like on Solar Hunter, like being able, like, 
I it was up so often because I had my basically infinite knives, right? Like so long as mm-hmm, you were getting yeah. those knife kills. And so like uh and I found that I wasn't really using my guns all that often because I had so many grenades and knives. Uh, that like when I did need to use my gun, having blunt execution, just like one burst that was like six shots of a pulse rifle, like really melt a yellow bar or, or an orange bar really effectively. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. That that's the go-to. Yeah, I mean, incandescent um, with demo or pugilist is like God. Incandescent, such a good perk. Like, it's such a fun I mean, perk. I have yeah, it on my. I, uh, I have it on my mini tool. And so I am enjoying that quite a bit. I have a mini tool, a shotgun, a sniper, and my battler with it. Because it's, um, it's good on all of them. I'm one red box away from getting the crafted mini tool. I really should just do a couple more of the, uh, the thing to get the umbrals to get yeah. that last mini tool. Because yeah. uh, I got a Drang with... Uh, I got Drang, I got Ostringer, and those are, I think, the crafted ones from that season for me. Well, there were there's a lot of good ones from that season too, though. Like the the um, the sniper is obviously good, it, yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah, oh, and like um, and I didn't mind the trace rifle, um, but yeah, yeah the, the mini tool is definitely a lot of fun. Uh, let's see what else. Um, I played enough banner to reset my iron banner rank two times. Oh, you got the double. <laughs> I did <Nope>. not. <laughs> Almost three. I almost reset it three times. I uh, I did get the iron. Now I have the iron banner, seal, flame keeper, and unbroken. So, Ooh. mm-hmm. You are a fancy moving fan. up in the world. I know, right? I went from no seals. I went from what, like none uh, for four years, basically. Yeah, no, no seals for for seven years of Destiny Two. Because Destiny One didn't have them, I don't know right. when they started coming out on Destiny Two. It was probably like two it was right away. No, it was right was away it? in Destiny Two. And Destiny yeah. Two's only been out for four years. That's mm-hmm. yeah, because I didn't get Unbroken till last season, right? Yeah. Oh, you actually got it. Yeah. So last season was Unbroken. So I've gotten three three titles this in the last two seasons. Right. Yeah, because that first year was when I had that. Uh, that painful, painful endeavor trying to get that rocket launcher to drop from the stupid Mars strike. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot so, about that. Yeah. I guess technically that would be the, the first uh, the Warmind expansion, right? Where we went to Mars for the Anna Bray stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I ran that, that Nightfall so many times. But, uh, but yeah, nicely done. I... I played enough to get the four challenges done, but then I was like, I just can't anymore. So, because I was trying to play upstairs on my Xbox, and mm-hmm. while like the frame rate is the same on the Xbox and PvP, um, it's just the I think I I finally realized that the difference obviously is that uh, I'm looking at a much bigger screen from further away, and like the yeah, little things that the, just basically the little things that would have been a win down on my computer where I'm sitting, you know a foot and a half away from the screen, just I miss and I, or I get there late and stuff like that on the, the TV upstairs. So while I enjoy, uh, I was glad that I was able to do it while I was, you know, watching the dog. Uh, it was not a fun PVP experience. <laughs> so I, I was like, you know what? I'll just save that and we'll get our reset in when the next time Iron Banner comes around. Yeah. 
I I made myself so I, want, I did I decided I wanted to grind pinnacles. Like I, I played a ton of my hunter uh, to mm-hmm. the point where I was like, I need to step away from my hunter for for a day or two. Um, so like when I went to my warlock, I was like, I need to play non-metal weapons. Like I need to play weapons that are good, but not weapons that I've been playing all week with my hunter. And I did the same thing with my Titan. I'm like, I want to like go in with a fun kind of semi trolly build. Mm -hmm. And I think that broke it up for me a lot and made it a lot easier to play too. Yeah. I find like wacky builds, like our weird gimmicks, very satisfying yeah yeah right like it's yeah. it's it's fun to win and it's fun to play with good weapons when you are trying to be competitive but like you need that i haven't played with this weapon or i saw someone playing with this weapon or whatever it might be like you need that stupid fun outlet to in pvp i think mm-hmm. which is not where control is heading because like they introduced quitter penalties this no, week yeah, which was oh, yeah. interesting yeah I, I, dude, so I didn't know about this. Like, I didn't know about this till it happened to me. Um, I was playing a control match. And I think my kid needed something or something, but I was in control. I wasn't playing comp because I was like, I might have to leave in the middle of this match. And sure enough, like I had to leave in the middle of the match. So I shut down my computer and left. Logged back, back in. Like, it was like, where were you? Yeah, I came back like an hour or two later. And when I went to log in, the quitter penalty thing was like right on my screen. And I'm like, I didn't leave a comp match. Like, why is it saying I left a comp match? Like I was playing control. (laughs) And then I found out today while listening to podcasts. Oh, they implemented like originally they said that they were going to do quitter protection, but they actually did quitter penalty. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I saw people losing their mind about that, but then again, it's Twitter, so every single time there's <laughs> anything that happens in Destiny, somebody's <laughs> going to be losing their mind. Uh, I still don't. I still don't understand why people are upset about Divinity. It's so funny. Um, yeah. That whole thing just, got me. <laughs> I just, I love this community sometimes. <laughs> um, well, awesome. Yeah. Anything else Destiny-wise? Uh, let's see. Uh, I remember I asked before uh, we started this which um, which gun you guys think I should draw next. Uh, oh so, yeah, yeah. While, while we've been talking, I've actually been uh, working on it. Uh, so hopefully that'll be good to go up. Uh, what it, did you? Are you telling us, or is it all going to be a surprise? Like, uh, I'm I good up, either I, way. I ended up going with Osteostriga. Um, oh, I'm excited. So yeah, I'm excited. Shoot uh, that thing up to rank like 100 within like two weeks of it coming out it's mm-hmm. it's a very fun gun um it, it is yeah it's you know though i it did I, um i am sad though that we have now deconfirmed that uh malfeasance is not a weapon of sorrow like that was one that we were like because of the um what is it the uh that the new gun um from king's fall uh the new touch of malice gun. touch of malice yeah like it gives that damage bonus to all weapons of sorrow, so it works on Thorn and it works on Osteostriga, uh, but it does not work on Malfeasance. And I'm like, oh, oh well, poor Drifter, his knockoff Thorn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I do love Malfeasance though. I, I it, 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 it's a beautiful looking gun too. Mm-hmm. That is probably um, one that I will draw eventually. Like I drew Thorn, I drew Lumina. Like people want to see 
malfeasance. Yeah, yeah. It's it's such a cool looking gun. A lot of those guns though are are really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I like Osteo is Osteo is definitely my PVE go to. Like if I, you know, it just it's so versatile, man. Mm-hmm. That poison that poison burst. Even if you can't get shields down fast, it uh it melts. Yeah. Uh, it's a very awesome. definitely a very spooky gun for uh like upcoming for Halloween coming up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I also oh. just finished doing uh, Rat King, uh, which I think people are going to be excited. Oh, I'm excited about Ooh. that. As, yeah. as a we, professional group of Rat King boys. Oh, you guys yeah. got Rat King boys? Oh, uh, we love yeah. our Rat Kings. I can never convince my friends to just be a ridiculous Rat King gang. Oh we, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we did it in the raid. I don't remember which raid it was, uh, but we did it in one of the raids. And then it was like it might have been even an Iron Banner week because we we finished the raid and just left the Rat Kings on, and then went to, into Iron Banner with Rat Kings and did a six stack of Rat King Iron Banner. <laughs> uh, and it was like there were some games where we just got rolled by teams because it's not a great gun for it, but. When it was working and we were having fun with it, it was just like everyone, you could just hear everyone going invisible and just the uh-huh. the noise of the fa- fast-firing ranking stuff. Yeah. It's just like, oh. <laughs> it was so much fun. Oh, you love it. I um, That's so good. I am definitely a big fan of the Rat King. And, and I think when uh, G-Falcon gets dis- or re-enabled, uh, we might have to have a Rat King night. Mm. But, I, mean, I we- imagine when it gets re-enabled, it's going to have a slightly different tuning. I don't know. You know why? Do you know why they they disabled it? No, it's I because assume. of Laura Lee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It's not. It's not the actual exotic. It, it was breaking Laura Lee. Yeah. The uh, bonus. Um. The bonus. Uh. Class ability that it would give you. Uh. That weird. Like one of it's got like forty five perks, but like one of them gave <laughs> you like a pocket class ability, and it had a really weird interaction with Lorelei, so that uh, or Laura Lee or whatever, so that it was yeah. It would just drop infinite of these uh, those solar uh, pools, and oh, it wouldn't cost anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you were just dropping sunspots like everywhere. Like you just <laughs> you were just became like a sunspot production machine. Well, that seems like a thing that would be disastrous as well. Yeah, it might be broken in trials if you had those two combinations. Can you imagine <laughs> yeah. like a like a damage buffed? Invisible hunter and a basically unkillable Titan. Titan, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rough enough trying to play on Midtown. Dude, <laughs> Midtown has been Midtown has been interesting for sure. It is not one of my favorite maps, so I not that I, I, I not that I've been playing a whole bunch of uh, trials or any at all. Uh, but Midtown is not encouraging me to go play it. You know, it's week one, though, so like it's the the population always makes this weekend fun, even if it's not a great weapon and that the map is meh. Um, I will say, though, like I have been having an identity crisis with trying to figure out my primary, like <laughs> no time to explain. is just not hitting on my warlock like it was all week on my hunter. I switched to messenger this today. That's doing a little bit better. I tried peace of mind and I can't get peace of mind going. It's been a oh, man. Yeah, pulses. Pulses. I think um yeah, what was it? What's the craftable stasis pulse? Syncopation uh, peace of mind. or something like that? Syncopation. No. Syncopation. Oh, it's, 
or syncopation. it's a sync syncopation fifty five. Yeah, I, I've been getting some success with syncopation. Um, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, like uh, pre doing like mine has compulsive reloader, and so comboing that with sort of synergy, I'll just do like one burst and reload before the gunfight, and uh, the flinch resistance is is quite noticeable. Yeah, I d I used to do that a lot with um the what is Cantata, it uh, I Cantata. I, I used to combo. do one shot and then reload right before engaging, and that's it's pretty great. Um, I love hand cannons, but Midtown, Midtown on trials is there's just a lot of long lanes. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of long lanes, so it's it's hard to you need that distance, and I don't want to go scout rifle quite yeah. yet so yeah i mean like and everyone's trying to dodge snipers so everyone's going into that mid-range the the hallway and the, the yeah the so. yeah you know what you know what's funny so one thing that i've been doing this weekend which um i forgot who i was watching oh it was scrub so one thing scrub told us is we dropped a bonus episode this week on on meta stuff and one thing he was saying that he does is uses his well to peek since he can't sh uh, sword peek anymore mm. and i've been using the well to peek those lanes all weekend and it's been so nice like to, oh, to so run smart. up yeah to run up to a doorway and not actually peek the doorway and just drop my rift and see if anyone's looking and if they are i just turn around and leave mm -hmm. like and it's 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 so funny. I was playing with the LFG group right before we recorded, and uh, one of the one of the last games, like I did that, and I'm like, I'm like, don't go to lane. There's two snipers watching it, and the dude's passing me as like I'm going back to Midtown. I'm like, don't. Sniped. Yeah, I'm like, don't go to lane. They're watching it, and and like literally like three seconds go by, and he just gets headshot. And he's like, oh right, what you oh, just said. <laughs> I'm like yeah, I'm like I was trying to try to tell you. Like I saw two scopes in two different angles. Oh my god! <laughs> you see that red light, and you're like, guys, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that's been nice because I've had it about every other round. Um, mm -hmm. so at least I can start off without without getting sniped right away, which has been helpful. Pretty so good. You're the one sniped. I couldn't hit with my cloud strike. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I did. I did try playing with Cloud Strike when I went on my. I don't remember if it was my Hunter or my Titan and Iron Banner, um, but I pulled out Cloud Strike because it got a pretty significant buff to like its aim assist and everything. It's it's a it's really strong sniper. Yeah, it feels good it's right just, now. Yeah, it's just that higher rate of fire. So if you don't hit a headshot, it's more more like damage that you have to follow up with. Mm -hmm. um versus like a 72 or a 90 um but man it is sticky and <laughs> if you when you hit that headshot when they're grouped up like you could wipe an entire team. It, it's, you know? it's a birthday party just for you yeah yeah no it's it's definitely definitely a good one so um yeah i think that's about all i got awesome well this was cool man um so okay so Destiny stuff. Are you playing? Do you play any other video games besides Destiny? Uh, let's see. I've been playing a bit of Guilty Gear. Uh, what is the, that? Uh, it's a fighting game. Um, so uh, Guilty Gear Strive uh, came out uh, a little while ago. Um, it got some new characters dropping, but it's uh, kind of an anime fighting game by Arc System Works. Um, definitely one of my favorite 
franchises. Uh, it is just a very bombastic, like, uh, Street Fighter turned up to 11 type of situation. Um, ah, it looks of, cool. Yeah, a lot of rock music references throughout in all the characters. It's like, um, got a lot of good, uh, <laughs> almost boomer energy with, like, the old school rock references. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's a very fun fighting game. Uh, I was playing DNF Duel for a while, although that's kind of, the community for that has sort of all but vanished at this point. Uh, I feel really sad because I was really enjoying that game. Uh, Isn't that the worst? Like, I feel like yeah. Titanfall 2, like Titanfall 2 oh, also man, was yeah. like in really fun yeah. and then everyone just dropped off of it. And I was just like, uh, I was, I was playing that well, guys. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah, fighting games were sort of my big video game love before, like, and I wasn't, like, a big shooter guy. Like, I played Halo, I played, um, like, I played Halo, I played, um, God, what other shooter did I play? Gears of War, right? I played a lot of console shooters. I never really got into, um, PC shooters until, like, a bit of Team Fortress, but Destiny really got its hooks in, and that has definitely <laughs> been, like, the fluid that the rest of my life is suspended in is destiny. Like whenever yeah. I'm like doing anything else. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, I'm currently playing uh, God of War. Uh, the, uh, I'm catching up, you know, cause the new one's coming out soon and everyone's right, sure. super hyped. So finally getting a chance to play that. It's great. Um, super excited for the new one. Uh, yeah. Nice. Kinda, yeah. yeah Admiral Nips is definitely our, our podcast representative that actually plays other video games. I'm pretty much, <laughs> I, I occasionally will play with my kids, but otherwise destiny is pretty much what I have time for. I, mm -hmm. uh, I have other games that I've invested some time into, but none of them have seen an ending. Yeah. It's sort of the, the thing with games like destiny where I'm like, I, I'll play like God of war and be like, man, uh, I'm going to beat this game and then I'll be done with it. And then, like, what will I have to show for it? Whereas in Destiny, it's like, oh, well, you know, if I play this, I'll get, like, I might get, like, a Trials gun, and I'll have that to, like, show off to my friends. And, like, then I yeah, right? Until your, Vulk gets, until your Vulk gets full, and you're like, which one of these Trials weapons that I can never get again do I need to delete for my Vault? Until my Vault gets full. <laughs> I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that this week. I was in, like, 596, and I'm like, god damn. All right. Well, time to time to delete some stuff. Like they just gave us a whole bunch, and now I'm already like, God damn it! Yep, yep. That's, well, that's where it goes. My vault is up to 160 things in it right now, so God, I think I'm going to go through and delete a lot of the things that I have in there because I don't love that there's so many of them in there. Uh, <laughs> You're a horrible person. You should feel bad. Um, <laughs> I might even put some of the stuff I have on my characters into the vault solely so I can delete them. <laughs> I uh... vault curation is such a is such a hard like decision making process for me. I just hold X. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you, man. I like, I definitely I have problems deleting. Like I'm like this is a really good role. What I, what I had to do this week was I had to actually sort by archetype. And be like, okay, I have how many 72 RPM snipers that have snapshot opening shot or snapshot yeah. from the plant? You know, it's like, do I really need, like, I have occluded finality. Do I really need, like, five other snipers with, <laughs> with slightly subpar perks when I have this one that just grabs heads? Mm -hmm. um, 
So I actually bit the bullet and deleted a couple things like that and deleted wow. some guns that you can't get anymore. Like I had oh I had multiple versions, but I'm like, do I need three of them or can I just settle on these two? Listen, I sure do have three breach lights in my vault that I'm like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> when's the last time I I touched this thing? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I yeah. definitely. Looking through it, I'm like, there are a lot of guns here that I could probably get rid of. Like I just never use them. They're sitting here at thirteen fifty in here. I've never pulled them out of the. I put them in there and never moved them again. Yeah, I mean, I definitely get that, but there are some like, like. But it's also always the day when you like you delete these guns when it's like, oh, and then the huge buff to the specific archetype you got rid of a bunch of. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, the, and it that, just so happens this gun that that uh that is not sunset but you can't get anymore is the best and you're like oh i have like 10 of those in my oh no i don't Had. <laughs> yeah. i don't know my my thought process is uh the perks on a gun are never going to have me win a gunfight and they're never going to have me lose a gunfight with feels like in my my knowledge of my ability uh is that I'm probably going to lose or win before the first shot's even taken, just based on the person I'm going up against. Uh, and the perks aren't going to make a difference to me. You know, I hear what you're saying. Where you but my friends opening shot Eye of the Storm would like to have a conversation with you about winning gunfights. Mm. <laughs> I, I assume I, you're I, not a hand cannon because that's a disaster for me. Dude, I, you know. I the hand cannon combo of opening shot eye of the storm, I think is very very strong for for someone like me like because that's a that's an always now perk it's not mm-hmm. a you have to get a kill like to benefit from a perk, mm-hmm. um and it's I've been I've been more open to looking at eye of the storm on other things like pulse rifles and stuff too because I'm like man I really like it on hand cannons like I really feel like like it's eye of the storm bacon. has helped. Yeah, I feel like it's helped me, like, win a couple fights, like, a, a lot of fights, you know, just because you land that last shot, right? Mm-hmm. I have, um, I got the Iron Banner sidearm uh, that just came out. Um, yeah. I got it with Air Assault, Eye of the Storm. Oh, um, that's And dirty. combine that with Mechaneer's Trick Slaves, you put me at low health, uh, <laughs> like, it's really yeah. one of those situations where it's like, if they don't kill me, then they're in big trouble. Like I've done, yeah. I have clutched out fights. I had no business winning with that combo <laughs> of just being like, ah, and then the gun just, you know, magnetizes to their head and does like quadruple damage because of like all the com- combined I am at low health. Please save yeah. me perks. Yeah, uh underdog too back in the day, like I had a I have the storm underdog weapon in D one and um or his underdog, or I think it was on uh, his storm underdog anyways, but it was like all of a sudden you're at low health and it's like, oh, like all these things are coming together to make your life easier now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Usually you take damage when you're in gunfights. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of the times it's like, yeah, cool. Once I'm at low health. Uh, oh, wait, what was the next step of that? Because I'm dead. <laughs> Survive. <laughs> uh, cool, cool. Um. I oh dude, you know what I just realized, Rob? I forgot to post um the fitness stuff again in our health or in our Discord. Uh I was I took a screenshot Tuesday and and forgot to 
post stuff on Wednesday, so I'll have to do that tomorrow. Um, sorry, random, random thought as we're, we're going through topics. <laughs> um, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Anything else? Video games, boys. I didn't have no. much. No, it was just my normal yeah. non-Destiny games. Slay I gotta fire set myself and... up to get back into trials. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm gonna. I, I I probably should not have coffee because I have to go to bed at some but of a decent hour. Well, not yeah, that's know. not happening. But I at least want just, like four hours of sleep. Just stay up. Take the background and then go to bed. No, because like we're doing we're doing a lot of gravel tomorrow. Um, and it's, it's gravel that I haven't been on and I don't know the conditions. So if it's like loose, like I need fast reflexes to not, to not die, die. Yeah. That's a perfect way to add a little bit of texture to your skin. Mm, that is true. That is, you or make a good texture, point, right? Sand it off. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's all right. It's not like you've spent a decent amount of money on having your skin look one way. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just I pulling that off would probably not be a problem. Shouldn't impact me at all. Um, <laughs> no, I can always nap when I get home. Um, yeah, but I am excited for trials tonight. Trials has been fun this weekend. I might play. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know how much. I don't know how much I have it in me versus just doing other stuff and not stressing. Mm-hmm. It is sweaty. We'll get- like that is the sweaty playlist. That is. Mm. Yep. Although jokes were going around this week that it's uh, a little bit more casual than than control now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, there are lever penalties for trials, right? Um, I don't know. <laughs> oh god. There's got to be. There's got to be because there is for comp. I would assume that trials has the same quitter penalty that comp has. I've assumed a lot of things in uh, Destiny that have turned out to be wildly inaccurate, yeah. but yeah, no, that's no, true. No. I, no, this no. really seems like the kind of thing that they would that would be covered if any playlist has that right. kind of competitive penalty. Yeah. Um. Hey, we had one question from the community. That we should ask. This is from our good buddy Ghost again. Yeah, uh, and this should is, ask, but <laughs> this is an in, inside joke from was it last week? It was last week, wasn't yeah. it? Yes. Okay. So, who is more ketchup, Drew Barrymore or Renee Zellweger? Um, <laughs> I assume this is a, a joke that you guys have. <laughs> yes. Well, it started last week. Basically, the general gist is, uh, you know. Ketchup is a bland condiment and just sort of exists. And what would you call it? Did we get to the point that it was a garbage tier condiment? Did we go that I far? I don't think it's. Gar- I mean, wow, I like it on like hot dogs <laughs> and burgers and stuff. Like, yeah, it's not yeah, garbage tier. I love ketchup. ketchup. I love ketchup. It, yeah, it was. It was definitely besmirched. And then uh, later, no, the no, no. You know what up. it was? It was Ghost doesn't put ketchup on his burgers. He puts fucking A1 and mayo on his burgers. That's what it was. So right, he's right, dissing on ketchup. The rest of us are normal people. Right. But then <laughs> the, the thing was Drew Barrymore had come up and he's like, yes, yeah, she's the ketchup of actresses. Hmm. Yeah. So um, I think that this question is weighted because like old Renee Zellweger is not the same as like 
early 2000s, late 90s Renee Zellweger. Like, she's had some plastic surgery that has not benefited her. And mm. along with aging, you know, 20 years. Um, I just don't know if I've ever liked any of her movies, period. I don't have anything against either of them. I like Drew Barrymore, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, sorry, Ghost, can't help you out. We'll call them on the same level. Same level. No shade here, man. Mm-hmm. But I will say the the topic we we did get kind of on a on a cheeseburger topic uh, since that episode, and um, someone was asking about jam on cheeseburgers. I was like, oh, hell oh. yeah, yeah, I'm and, an and absolute like jam burger. I was like, uh, yeah, I'll... try it. And then I went out to eat with the missus this week and we went to our favorite restaurant i'm like holy shit i've had jam on on a burger before and i even realized it because there was bacon jam on the uh peanut butter burger that i got and yeah, i was like i right. you. yep that's sweetness yeah it was good too yeah. yep. sweet and savory I, I love sweet and savory together that's yeah. why i think ketchup's great like ketchup's got that sugar like hmm. yeah true yeah, totally yeah no one here, no one here except for like weirdos from North Carolina are, are hating <laughs> on the ketchup. <laughs> that's where that's where Ghost is from. <laughs> um, okay, sweet. I'm booting up my other PC, and okay. I'm thinking that we should add some music to our playlist. Yeah, we got a song from Ben. I listened to it the other day and think it's pretty enjoyable. Uh, the song is Loser by the band Dingus. <laughs> uh, I do not know this song, but I love both the song name and <laughs> the band um, name. <laughs> band name. It's Dingus, period. That's really interesting. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. It's a whole sentence. Well, I think we should let our guest go f- Second. So what do you got for us? Yeah, uh, let's see. What did I give you guys? Oh, right. Uh, An old um, 90s classic. Uh, What I got. Reprise by Sublime. I much prefer. I like the reprise better than the uh, the original. original. Yeah. Like that acoustic energy. I'm with you on that. All right. As as we as we spoke about, I am definitely a <laughs> sublime fan. Um, Admiral Nips. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with. Uh, we'll go with Twenty Nine by Run River North. Okay. And after our conversation in DM about uh, punk music. I definitely have to go with a punk song. Mm. Um, so let's do. Let's do Kids in the K Hole by No Effects. Been a while since we've had a, a No Effects song. I'm excited. I, I've, I, I've had, um, I've had a lot of. I have a lot of NoFX songs on this list of potential ads, but I purposely like took a pause because I felt like, you know, I try not to dump too many, too much of the same artists at the same time. That's fair. Uh, that 
Puts us at 337 songs, two hours and nine minutes on the day three playlist. And I am excited to listen to some of these. I know yeah. the sublime one, but I have no problem listening to it again. <laughs> hey, man, it's classic for a reason. Right? Exactly. Right? Um, cool, cool. Well, okay, so um, let's talk about your stuff, too, before we before we wrap. So if people want to check out your art, um, yeah, you what's the best Twitter, way? Uh, okay. Fancy Mancer. Uh, I also post these gun girls on Reddit roughly at the same time. I think figuring out the like post optimization timing has always eluded me. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, post in the morning on a Wednesday. But yeah. Like, yeah. Cause like, yeah, like it, it matters for traction, right? Because like, if it gets lost in like, if it gets lost in it, then, then you just don't get the exposure. That's really interesting. Yeah. Huh. So like, and I think it's different for Twitter and for Reddit. Uh, like the users of those websites were on at different times. So I could see it, that. Yeah, definitely a, a tricky business. But yeah, uh, I'm Fancy Mancer on Twitter. That's the main way to uh, find me and see my stuff. Uh, and uh, yeah. Awesome. Um, well, community, people listening, definitely check it out. Um, you know, like like the photos, give them comments on them. Let them know what you think um, as well. You know, now that now that we've tricked you into our discord, um, you know, if you see us in chat or you want to you want to log some more of those raids, man, let me know. We'll uh, fire up some crucible. We play that all the time or, you know, have yeah, you sub fun. in for a raid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that that would be a good time and awesome. uh, definitely keep pumping out the uh, the destiny yeah. gun stuff because it is like it's pretty it's great. Man. I really like it. It's yeah, it's just great stuff. Yep, as long really as I can is. keep at it. I do think I'm pro- I'm trying to decide if I'm going to finish with the Duke Mark 44, like, that started this whole stupid meme. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like, Duke and Gallarhorn are two that, like, I would consider being the final one to capstone off the whole project. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see how long it takes. And uh, even when I do them, I'll probably still want to, like, do more. I wonder... Um... God, it always takes so long, but um, our good buddy Marky Mark was a huge Duke Mark, uh, Duke user. I wonder how many thousands of kills he has. It is a very it. satisfying gun. It's got just like the most, one of the chunkiest sounds in the whole game. Oh, I don't know his, shoot, I don't know his, there's too many Marky Marks. Uh, for another time, I was going to look it up real quick in Charlemagne, but oh, oh yeah, well. you can do uh, that. Yeah, yeah, it's great uh, for PvP weapons because I'm I'm sure it was in the multiple thousands of kills because that's all you used to use before um, for some of those other 120s came out. Anyways, I think it'd be great if you did the Duke uh, as as a weapon. I think that that would be that'd be fantastic. Um. Sweet, man. Well, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have cool. people check out the art, and I think we're going to have to have you come back on the show and talk more Destiny with us at some point here. Yeah, thanks for having future. me. This was fun. Absolutely. More board game Absolutely. chat is also always welcome yeah. here, too. Because I yeah. am a sucker, and I to be able to pick somebody's brain about that kind of stuff will be a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Actually, that would be really cool. Like, when you have a new project dropping, um, and, like, you're allowed to talk about it, um, 
that'd be fun to, to have you come on and, and like kind of chat about that too, yeah, because I think there's a lot of people in the community where they cross over between video games and board games for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, cool. Yeah. That'd be fun. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming. It was a fantastic time. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. All right, guys. And uh, we'll get this out at some point. Next week, uh, we have a music episode. So uh, I'm excited about that, too. It'll be a good one. It'll be interesting. Yeah, cool. I'm going to post up the whip for the work in progress for Osteo in the chat right now. (laughs) Ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. Well, Everyone, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next time.